Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Twirl Talk Podcast. I am your host, Liz Cox, and y'all, today is such a great episode. I know I say that every time, but like, really, it's such a great episode. (laughs) Um, Today, we've got the incredible Christy Wright on the podcast, and y'all, she's a superstar. I am overjoyed that you all get to hear a conversation I had with her a couple months back. Oh gosh, it's just so good. For those of you who do not know who Christy is, let me just tell you a little bit about her. Christy Wright is the number one national best-selling author of Business Boutique, host of the Business Boutique podcast, a certified business coach, and a Ramsey personality with a passion for equipping women with the knowledge and steps they need to successfully run and grow a business. Since joining Ramsey Solutions in 2009, she has spoken to thousands across the nation at women's conferences, national business conferences, Fortune 500 companies, her own sold out live events. It was actually at one of her live events, her one day business boutique in Louisville, Kentucky last spring, that we got the great joy of meeting Christy in real life, becoming friends. And um, actually that is the event that spurred on um, the idea for this podcast. So really we should just be indebted to Christy for forever. (laughs) Really she, I feel like I have a really good friend after our conversation. We had this a couple months ago. Um, And it just was so life-giving, and I think it will be for you guys as well. Christy is so wise, so down-to-earth, so funny, and y'all are just going to love her if you don't already. So I'm going to quit rambling. I'm going to let you listen to this amazing conversation with Christy all about how to balance your life in the midst of all the crazy things that each season can bring. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation with the amazing Christy Wright. Well, friends, we are so excited. We have Christy Wright on the podcast today. And y'all, she's the best. She's the absolute best. We had the joy of meeting Christy. Oh, gosh. When did you come to Louisville? March, I feel like it April? was spring. Yeah, sometime in the yeah, spring. Yeah, in the spring. In the spring. Um, and we had a blast. She did her one-day business boutique event in Louisville. And y'all, she's the best. But I want you to introduce yourself to our friends. Um, I could talk about you all day, but it's way better when you talk about yourself. Well, you're very sweet, Liz. (laughs) I um, just love hanging out with people like you that are just making a difference and championing women and um, doing uh, the same thing in a slightly different space. So really helping women start businesses. And for those of your listeners that are going, oh, I don't want a business. Well, let me explain. Not big business, really side business, small business, creative businesses, home-based businesses, freelance businesses. Um, There are a lot of really talented women and really um, highly educated women that want to do something on their own terms. They want to make their own schedule. They want to set their own hours, call their own shots. They don't want to work a nine to five and miss out on a a ton of stuff with their kids. They want flexibility, but they don't know the business side of things. They're like, well, how do I sell? And what about taxes? And what about, what about, what about? And that's where I come in. I'm all about the what about. So I'm like, I'm going to help you do what you love and show you how you can simplify the business side of things so you can take your idea to market and and really can use your God-given gifts to make money doing what you love. So that's what I do officially through Business Boutique. And Business Boutique is a, a website. It's a book. It's a podcast. It's an event. It's a, we have it's courses. Yeah, we have a, a coaching group. So it's a lot of different things in terms of how women are getting the help that they need. So I don't really care how they get the help. I just want them to be helped. Um, so that's what I do through business boutique. And then I uh, have two crazy boys and a very patient husband and, you know, and, and live in the mom business over scheduled life that all of us are just trying to do all the best the I can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. And 
Most of our girls are from Kentucky, so her husband is a UK fan. I would he like is. to just We're heading there are. tomorrow. You we're are? Tomorrow. So for anyone listening that knows where Paintsville is, we're heading to Paintsville, Kentucky for Apple Day. We'll be there. If the any best. of your listeners happen to be in the area, I'll be bebopping around with my boys. We go every year for Apple Day. Uh, Matt's mom it. does a little booth and sells ornaments, and she's done that every year since she could walk it. So uh, that's where she grew up. And uh, and yeah, so we'll be heading up there to Paintsville tomorrow. I love it. I love it so much. I feel like you are such a soul sister to me. When we were in Louisville with you, you, well, you didn't know this. You shared it on stage, but that you led Young Life for several years. Me too. Me too. I led for like seven years. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Now, were you Uh, in Young Life in high school? Oh, yeah. That's how I I came to really know the Lord. Same. Same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's where my heart for it comes. It's because I was like, oh my gosh, I was that kid. Right. So to get to be a Young Life leader and be at camps and summer staff and all the stuff. And now my husband and I uh, just support it in other ways. But yeah, as an incredible minister. minister. Uh, I love it. Yeah. I just love it. I love everything about it because, and I mean, people weren't there, but when you correlated business in the context of how Young Life works. Yeah. You're going after a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Or they're (laughs) to be heard, all that good stuff. Exactly. 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 But I love it. I love it. Well, okay. So the meat of what I want us to talk about is I feel like a lot of our girls, and you probably entered into this too, they're working full-time or they're in grad school or whatever. They've got a full-time gig, but they've got their side hustle, their passion on the side. Um, and they're trying to figure that all out. And then bam, they get engaged. <laughs> and they're like, wait a minute, planning a wedding is a full-time job in and of itself. What would you say to women in that season of life? Because for those that have not read Christie's book, chapter 18 is like, if that's all you ever read in a whole book, <laughs> I'm like – Go read it because it's amazing. You talk about keeping the main thing, the main thing and and balancing out your priorities um, all about, you know, there's the work-life balance, which I feel like is just like, that's not a thing, but a life balance, figuring that out. What would you, what would you say to girls in that season of life? Cause it's overwhelming. It's a lot. I love this question. And I'll say this, Liz, from personal experience, and I think maybe you might be like this, your listeners might be like this. I have a tendency to keep the same standards and expectations on myself in all seasons. Mm, and I don't yeah. assess per season. So I'll give you an example. My business boutique Academy are my group of um, ladies that I coach and train. And I got a question a few months ago from one of them. This is, so I do like live coaching sessions where they ask me questions. Mm-hmm. And one of the women asked this question. She said, I'm pregnant with twins and I'm really tired. And I'm just trying to figure out how am I going to keep up with my business and keep growing it and keep production what is your advice? What should I do um, when I, 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 I want to still work my business, but I don't know how I'm going to keep doing it. And I said, mama, your body is creating four eyeballs right now. Like you've got to reassess where you are. You've got to give yourself grace. You can't possibly yeah. expect yourself to produce the output when you're pregnant with twins that you would when you're not pregnant. Or in a busy season that you would when you're not so busy or in a season of exhaustion during a season when you're not exhausted. And so I think what we struggle with is we don't respond and plan for the ebb and flow of our business and our lives and how that changes things. And so what I recommend people do is at least on a quarterly basis, if your life kind of goes in the quarterly rhythms, like school seasons, like we have fall semester, spring semester, summer, and then holidays. Mm -hmm. That's how my world kind of exists. But if yours isn't like that, if it's more monthly, that's fine. 
But I want you to assess what you need in a given season. What is realistic in a season? So during the summer, we're not going to do any sports because we want to have time for family. But in the fall, we're going to do a max of two extra cryptos. I'm just making this up. But but if you're in a season of wedding planning, maybe your goals for your business scale back. They don't die, but your expectations of yourself are not mm-hmm. that you're going to still produce this same level of I'm in grad school and have a full-time job and I have a side business and I'm adding wedding planning and it's all just going to work out. Like your time is finite. You're going to have to make choices with how you use it. So I just want you to plan intentionally and give yourself grace. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not going to feel bad about no, not doing this. I'm actually not doing this on purpose. I'm mm-hmm. planning to not do that yeah. thing. Um, I'll give you another example. One of, and this is just because this just happened last week in a coaching session with one of my ladies. She, yeah. she said, I'm taking over my father's business and mm-hmm. he's in the business. It's a restaurant. She said, he's in the business all the time. Like he lives mm-hmm. there and I'm taking it over. And I don't want the business to suffer and I don't want to miss out on time with my four kids. What do I do? Mm-hmm. And I said, you need to hire someone because you yeah. can't possibly take on something new that's that demanding and at, just add it to your already full plate. And so for those of your ladies that are listening that are adding wedding planning, I would just say you're adding time on that, which is fun and awesome and you should. But what are you willing to give up? in order to really enjoy this season where you're trying on dresses and tasting cakes and, and yeah. you, you're only going to get to plan your wedding once. Wow. So you decide the amount of hours you want to spend, the level that you want to dive into wedding planning for what period of time. And again, it's a season. Your whole not, life is not wedding, planning a wedding. It's only a season. And when it's over, you again can reassess like, hey, we're going to ramp up here or, or whatever the thing is. You figure out what your priorities are, but they can't all be your priorities all the time. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I think that, I think girls, if nothing else need to hear, like, give yourself grace for this season. Yeah. Cause I think that it is, it's, you put all these expectations on yourself to be all the things and do all the things. And it's like, sister, that does not have to be the case right now. And what that is, is okay. Of it? Doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. Like, yes. like when I'm rushed and running ragged, I'm grumpy and I'm tired. And then I'm not having fun in my business or my life or my wedding planning. I'm like, well, that's no fun. Right. Like, the whole point is to like, enjoy it. So right? do less and have fun versus doing all the things and being grouchy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's good for no one. It's yeah. good for no one. Your Beyonce is going to be like, I'm sorry, who are you right. again? Yeah. What is happening yeah. here? Oh man. How did... So what was engagement like for you? Were you working full-time, doing your side? Like, what did that look like for you personally? I was working full-time here at Ramsey Solutions, and I was actually in a different role. I was I was speaking and had my full-time job, which was product development at that time. I wasn't doing anything with business, but I was doing a little bit of coaching. Um, but my husband and I were a little older, at least compared to our friends. So we um, got engaged, I think, at 28, maybe. Yeah. Um, and so I had a lot of friends that were already married. So the, the benefit Same. of getting married... <laughs> A little later is you yeah. all the ways to do it, and so you <laughs> the way that you want to do it. You know, I think when you get married yeah. when you're 19 or 20 or right out of college, you check all the boxes of what you're supposed to do in planning a wedding, and you don't have the right. confidence to create the wedding you want. And yeah. so there were a lot of things um, in our wedding that we had the confidence to say we're going to do it differently. So, for example, we did not do a bouquet toss or a garter toss because there was like one single friend. And we didn't want to create an like, awkward moment okay. of throwing the bouquet to the one single friend because uh, we're almost 30. I've been that girl. You know? Uh, yeah. yeah. So like, okay. Um, <laughs> I had bridesmaids, obviously, and I had been a bridesmaid 497 right. times. So I knew what it was like to be on the well, bridesmaid side. Like- so my personal choice, and I'm not saying this is the right choice, but my personal choice was, you know what? I want to make it super easy on my bridesmaids. I want to be the most laid back bride there ever was. So I told my mm-hmm. bridesmaids, I said, here's the deal. 
pick a navy dress above the knees. See you there. And they could wear any navy dress. And they're like, I love you. And because navy is a color, you can't really mess up. Everyone thought they played, but it's all these different styles that they literally, no one bought a dress. Everyone already had a navy above the knee dress. They threw on some cowboy boots. And it was just so, it was so us. And so it was a really fun season because we, because we were older, we had the confidence to create the wedding we wanted, even if it didn't follow all the traditional rules and regulations, but Mm -hmm. that's what made the day all very us. And we loved that. I love that. I love that so much. I think it is like so many brides and women just in general, even if they're not even quite in that season yet, they build up, you know, their wedding to be this thing that has to be on Pinterest and pinned 5,000 times. But at the end of the day, it's got to be about you and you are telling you what it has to be like. It's like, yeah. no. I, so we had our wedding outside and I was, that was one thing that I was adamant about because I really mm-hmm. experienced God outside. Matt and I are very outdoorsy mm-hmm. people. Like I love that. Outside. And it's amazing how other people will project their fears on you. And so Mm. every single person during wedding planning, when they said, where are you going to have it? I'm like, oh, we're having it outside at a friend's farm. Like, Mm -hmm. what if it rains? Every person. I was like, I guess we'll get married in the rain. You know that God is actually planning my wedding day. I'm not. God is. And he controls the weather. So I think we're good. Like, I was just, I was like, I'm low key about this. Why are you upset about this? Why are you upset? Totally. Yeah. Uh, people are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that that's like the one thing. I'm like, people are just crazy. Yeah. But you gotta do what's good for you right. and just say you can be there, you can't. That's right. I'm getting exactly. married on this day, I'll see you or I won't. That's right, exactly. <laughs> I love that. Well, I had someone because we surveyed our Instagram uh followers and we're like, Hey, do you have any questions for Christy? And it's surprisingly something that came up a lot, and maybe you've been asked this time or not. What is it like? And maybe this is a better question for your husband, but you're a strong. Oh, here we go. Bring it, Liz. Here we go. (laughs) You're like, I know what's coming. I know what's coming. (laughs) You know, you're a strong businesswoman that you're, I mean, I think to a lot of men, a woman like you could be very intimidating, but your husband. I was told that my whole life. Yeah. Same, same. Um, How, how is that in your marriage? How does Matt, I mean, obviously he adores you. So. What's that like for you all? Okay. We could, again, we could do a whole this podcast. Whole another podcast. On this. Okay. But let's, <laughs> let's talk about some basics. So first of all, the idea like uh, of women being intimidating, like I got told that my whole life. Yeah. There's a, this amazing Ted talk and I'm going to mess up the name. It's this woman, I believe she's African. And she okay. said, um, Oh, what is her name? I'm going to mess it up. But anyway, if I can find we'll the clip, I'll give it to you before this goes live. She can put the Perfect. clip in there. But she yeah. said something she's talking about culture's view of women. And she had so many women and men tell her, um, aren't you so worried that you're so strong, you're going to intimidate men and you'll never get married because they'll all be so intimidated. And her response was so brilliant, which has been my life philosophy before I got married, before I met anyone, which is the type of man that would be intimidated by me is exactly the type of man I'm not interested in. So if I'm not going to make myself smaller and make Mm -hmm. myself more passive to stroke some ego, in a guy, but here's what's fascinating. Matt is not intimidated by me and has never, he's not, I mean, I say he's not impressed. That sounds negative. He's just like, please like help me with the kids. Get up, like, okay, you're on a stage in front of 10,000 people, whatever. We got stuff to do. Good you know? you. Like he's not <laughs> whatever. But, um, but the thing is it would be very easy to mistake, um, extrovertedness, if that's a word, <laughs> yeah, with, no, totally. strength and dominance and control. And those are not always equal. So what I mean by that is, um, I have incredible respect for my husband. 
And my husband is able to um, guide me and lead me in a way that is so strategic and brilliant. Like he's like the Christine mm-hmm. whisperer and he can put me in my place in a second. And it's not yeah. through dominance or aggression. Mm-hmm. You know, my friends told me all through my whole life, they're like, Christy, whatever man you marry is going to be really, really strong to be able to keep up with you. But I don't think it's the kind of strength that you have in your head. It's not, he's mm-hmm. just in your face stronger because I tend to dig my heels in out of spite when people are like that with me, Same, but yeah. he's so strategic. He's so brilliant. You know, we'll be, um, we'll be in a party with a bunch of friends and I'll be talking louder and louder because the more excited I get, the louder I talk. <laughs> like, listen, that's how it is. Gently place his hand on my knee and press down. And I'm like, so would anyone else like to share? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, he doesn't have to say a word, but oh, like, that's the best. brilliant in how he leads me. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I just have such respect for him. It's not, I, mm. if people think that I run the show, they're so wrong. So wrong. He's just so brilliant. He's got this quiet strength, this steady strength. He does not put up with my antics, my dramatic roller coasters. Like, he's just, he's really incredible. He's um, but I think that there really is something to that opposites attract type of thing because, because don't miss, don't mistake introvertedness with passivity. He's not passive. Mm-hmm. He has an opinion mm-hmm. and he is a leader and he's insanely confident. He pursued me for seven months when I turned him down and never took no for an answer. Like mm-hmm. that does not mean that he's a doormat at all. No. Uh, it's just his strength is a different type of strength and it's really, really cool to watch. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that so much. I'm like, okay. Take them to church. We're done. (laughs) (laughs) I love that so much. Well, I think, man, that's just so good. I think that God is so good to make a team that he knows is best for each other, you know? And again, like you said, like, I'm not going to create myself into something that God did not make me to be. Right. Right. And you You challenge each other in different ways, especially if you marry your opposite. I remember a mentor of mine, actually from Young Life, by the way. He told me when we were engaged, she said, the thing that you need to know is the thing you love deeply about each other will Mm -hmm. be the thing that drives you crazy. Like I love that Matt is steady and patient Mm -hmm. and unemotional and unwavering and wise and practical. And it freaking drives me crazy that he's so steady (laughs) and unemotional and patient and unwavering. And yeah, it's like the things you love are the things that make you insane. Yes. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny, but so true. I mean, so true. So true. Well, kind of going off that, you mentioned a mentor. What is the, what's the best piece of advice, marriage advice you guys have ever been given or that you love to give? So this actually was not given to us. It was given to someone else, but I witnessed it. So that's it. But it's been You're like, I'm going to take that. Yeah. It's been really impactful for me recently. Les Parrott, uh, who is a doctor and author and marriage specialist, brilliant writer, all that. He speaks at our smart conference. And we were backstage for a recent smart conference event. We were doing like the VIP panel with all the speakers. Yeah. And someone asked, I think that question to him, what's the best mm-hmm. piece of advice you would give a married couple? And he said, empathy. If you can have any quality in your marriage, I want you to have empathy because if you have empathy, meaning I'm going to think how it would feel to be you. I'm going to think how it feel to be in your shoes. What it does is it changes the way that you handle conflict, handle situations, the gratitude you have for each other, the patience you have for each other. It actually affects all those other qualities that you're trying to create yourself by pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. Like I want to respect my husband, but man, I'm not feeling respectful or I really want to you know, be patient, but I'm not feeling patient. Why in the heck did you do that? Mm. If you put yourself in their shoes, you begin to think like, 
well, maybe they did that because they were thinking this or because they were trying to do this, or maybe they were just really tired because, you know, they were up late last night and they worked really long. Gosh, how things change when you empathize with your spouse before you speak, before you argue, before you make decisions. What, how, how might they be feeling? Because we just operate out of our own heads all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And if you can for a moment put yourself in someone else's shoes and think how it feels to be them and give them the benefit of the doubt, you give them grace, you, uh, it just changes everything. So I've really a- adopted that um, yeah. because I think like I think. And Matt right. doesn't think like I think. I found out. Right. <laughs> so I have to force myself to think <laughs> like he thinks, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Do you guys know your Enneagram numbers? Oh man, you and all these people with the Enneagram, <laughs> I got to read the stinking book. It's like, a cult. like, is it a drug? Because once people mm-hmm. read it, oh, they yeah. literally have gone into a trance, they're like, you are so, Enneagram. okay. So I think I'm at but, eight. I don't know what my husband is. I think I'm at eight. I, I don't know what wings are. I need to read the book. I literally just bought it on <laughs> yeah. Amazon yesterday. Oh good. And good, good, good. I think it arrived at my house today. So I'm going to read it. I want a better oh, answer yes. next time, Liz. I'll, I'll study up Come and on. be able to speak more intelligently about these numbers. It's like a secret oh, code I love that it. if you don't know it, everyone's like, oh, she's such a two. That was such a She's such a, yeah. He's got a wing nine. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know what this code means. You know what you said? No. I will no. learn. I will but, learn the code. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Well, and the reason I ask is because it helps with that. It helps with empathy because if you're not the same numbers, which most of the time you're not, um, it. I mean, it's radical the way that it can be like, oh, well, wait a minute. Now I understand your wiring. I thought I knew it before, but I am understanding it in a whole new night. Not that the Enneagram is gospel, but it helps. It does it's amazing. help. Even the little it's bit awesome. that I've understood about eights, the challenger, mm-hmm. that yeah. um, I think the way they described it, and I haven't read a ton about it, but someone said this, that they see conflict as intimacy. So like mm-hmm. when I lean into something with Matt to work through it and wrestle through it, we're never disrespectful. We don't cuss at each other. We don't le- yell like yeah. manage to work it'll be tense but it's mm-hmm. very respectful and how we argue when we do argue that's awesome um to me that's intimacy like oh we're working it out like this is so honest mm-hmm. this is so healthy this is so good i feel so bonded afterwards and matt's like mm-hmm. well that was a disaster <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I, I would like to be away from you right yeah, now. like to him yeah. it is conflict is negative and it's a bad sign all this and so you start to see like well why does he shut down when i ask him about why this happened because i'm leaving right. and we're bonding and he's like this is yeah yeah, it's huh. just, it really does help you understand yourself and each other from what I gather. So I, yeah. I will report back once I do my homework. <laughs> yes, we'll do 2.0, podcast 2.0, once you've learned Enneagram. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, well, we ask this with every guest we interview. And because our mantra here at Twirl is she twirled through life with a heart full of joy. What for you is the foundation of your joy? Well, as a believer, 100% yeah. my faith. Like that's, that's the most obvious answer. And I really, um, you know, people have asked like in in interviews before, like how does faith influence your life? I'm like, it is my life. Like, like is that a question? I don't know what you mean. It's not like a piece of the pie. Like it is the pie and everything goes through that filter. So Mm -hmm. I'm not perfect, but it does shape my view of the world, my view of Mm -hmm. people, my view of business. Like, um, I'll give you a silly example. My values when it comes to business and what I coach Um, whether, and you'll see this, you see this in the book or the podcast anywhere you see it come out. Mm -hmm. Um, I got a question, uh, the other day, again, all these coaching session questions, but it makes me think of that. One woman said, I, I am a fitness fitness instructor, but I have started training up other instructors, but I'm scared. Like I'll create competition for myself. And I said, Mm -hmm. that's a scarcity mindset. 
And I don't personally have a scarcity mindset. I have an abundance mindset. Like I think there is space in the marketplace for you and the people you're training. And if you train up a bunch of leaders, you're that much more successful. So when you believe in a God that is infinite, it changes Mm -hmm. your views on the world, on money, on success, on spots at the top, because there's enough spots for us Mm -hmm. in the marketplace because we serve a God that is a God of abundance and infinite. Mm -hmm. Um, So things like that, that it's like, it's kind of everything. So I think that's the most obvious. I will say though, that when I personal development kind of angle, as far as joy and twirling through life, I like that visual. I want to twirl through life. Um, (laughs) I think there's just something so beautiful about a woman that's comfortable in her own skin, that's Mm -hmm. confident in who she is, not because she's skinny or pretty or performing or achieving just because she's comfortable in who she is. And that again, goes back to knowing your identity in Christ. But man, if you have the confidence in who you are, think of the implications, then you're going to create a life that you're proud of a wedding that reflects you. Mm -hmm. Every decision you make, you're going to wait for the guy that's worth you. You're not going to play small thinking, well, all the good guys are left and I'm 32. And so I guess I better just suck it up and settle for this one. Cause man, you know what? All guys are like that. I can't tell you how many people say like all guys do that. I'm like, no, like I'm waiting for God's best for me and I'm not going to settle. And so if you have confidence in who you are and you're comfortable in your own skin, it, it, it reaps incredible rewards, rewards, um, in your life. And I think that if I could wish that for anyone, it would be that, that, that they would have that, that a woman would, as she trolls through life, it's with comfortable in her own skin and, and just really the confidence in who she was created. to be. Mm. Amen, sister. Amen. I love that. Well, Chrissy, thank you so much. Tell our friends where they can follow along with the amazing life of Christy Wright. Oh my goodness. Mostly they didn't follow the fish stories. Let's be honest. It's <laughs> yes. the fish stories on. Can I tell you, those are like the highlight of my day. <laughs> Can I tell you, people ask me how the fish are doing way more than they ask about business. <laughs> you fish, know, you're like, what have I done here? I don't know. Their own but it's okay. They need their own Instagram. They really and do. the irony is there are no fish. I'm only down to three shrimps. So the story just goes on. You know. Um, uh, on Instagram, it's uh, Christy B. Wright and Twitter, Christy B. Wright. And then Facebook is official Christy Wright. Thank you for asking. And of course, all the all the stuff is at businessboutique.com if you want to listen to the podcast or uh, learn more about the book or uh, courses or anything that, like that. That's all. Yeah. On and Liz, we got to have you on the podcast. Like I love your story of what <gasps> you're doing. That do would be it. so fun. I'll get you connected with uh, Chris Wright. He's our uh, podcast producer that. and we'll get that set up. Cause yeah, oh, I just that love would be so fun. that are making a difference in women's lives and you are. So thank oh, you for having me. Thanks you're sweet. Me. Well, and what's funny is this podcast is a result of hanging out with you at business. Boutique. I love so, that. I love those isn't that fun? Oh, that's the coolest. I know. Isn't that the best? I know. But yes, let's do it. I would love that so much. I would love that so much. Well, friend, thank you for taking time out of your day to hang out with us. This is going to be such a gift to our listeners. We're so grateful. I appreciate it. Thank you. Y'all, don't you just feel like you could go take on the world now? (laughs) Christy is a freaking superhero. I told you she is a rock star and just she's so good at her job. She makes you feel like you can take on the world and do all the things, but also in the midst of giving yourself grace and patience and really just, again, assessing your needs within the midst of every season so that you can live a full and balanced life the best that you can. Guys, I hope that you love this conversation today. I know that I did. um, So I hope that it benefited and encouraged you as well. If you loved what you heard, you know the drill. Please, please, please leave us a five-star rating and a 
kind review on iTunes so that more and more people can know this is a place for wholehearted advice and encouragement in any season of life. Again, if you want to keep up with Christy, she's Christy B. Wright on Instagram, and you can find all other things from her basically right through that spot. Um, Christy B. Wright on Twitter and businessboutique.com. So follow her, follow along. She's an amazing woman and is a great source to follow as well for all things business and just entertainment because she's hilarious. And if you want to keep up with the shenanigans of Twirl, follow us at Twirl Lex or at Twirl Talk Podcast on Instagram, or feel free to check out our website, twirlboutique.com slash podcast. Guys, we love you. We've got another great episode coming at you next week, and we hope until then you have a fantastic day. Love you guys. Bye.